There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch March bonus episode number two. I'm Emily, in case you're wondering. I'm Henley, in case you are wondering. I'm Sammy. Uh... In case you're wondering, I was trying to think of another joke and it just didn't come in time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sure. No, that's okay. No, 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 that's okay. One of these times we should mix it up and I'll introduce myself as Emily. And Emily, Ooh, you can play do Sammy. We'll play a trick on you. That's fun. And we'll see if you guys notice. Er- an earlier month, we had you guys list some movies that you were interested in hearing us recap. And Annihilation won, but Green Inferno came in second and we thought... Why not? Why not? I can think of some reasons why not, but... I bet I know why not. I know why not immediately. See, this is another one where I have no idea. Green Inferno, it sounds like um, like a DC comic. I guess I'm thinking of the Green it Goblin. Does. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Hornet. There's so many comics. There's comic a lot of characters. green guys. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's just going to be like that. Sort of. Um, I will tell you that The Green Inferno came out in 2015. It is directed by Eli Roth. Yeah, we our hate very, that. Our very first Eli Roth film, um, written by Eli Roth and Guillermo Amido, starring Lorenza Izzo, Ariel Levy, Daryl Sabara, Kirby Bliss Blanton, Magda Apanovich, and Sky Ferreira. And it is streaming on Netflix for those of you who want to check it out. <laughs> Sky Ferreira, who's like a pop star. Is she also an actress? She is a very bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's news to me. I don't know if honestly, if Eli Roth told everyone to be bad in this movie because it's the worst acting of it. I hated this movie so much. Oh, you oh, did? So, oh. It's bad on every level. God damn it. The acting is bad. The writing is bad. The cinematography is ugly. It looks like (laughs) shit. So this is just an ugly, bad, gross movie. I can't wait. Wait, Sammy, this never happens. I just don't think that I like Eli Roth. And I think that's okay. I know that I don't. Eli Roth did Hostel. Well, he's like influential in horror. Right. Or he's at least a big name. Maybe he's not influential. I don't fucking know. I don't know how he's carved out this niche for himself. I guess like creating torture porn. I just don't think it's good. Like Saw is at least like a good movie. <laughs> so what else has he done beside Hostel and so, Green Inferno? Okay, I wrote to, I wrote us down some some Eli Roth trivia to get us started, and then we'll get into some some Green Inferno trivia. But so his other films that he has done are Hostel, obviously, number one and number two. Cabin Fever was his first film, 
And he also directed a film called Knock Knock, starring Keanu Reeves and Anna <laughs> DeArmas, which I'm not not interested in, <laughs> but I'm sure it's also pretty bad. Um, and a few other ones that I didn't write down. I'll remind you, he is part of the Splat Pack. I forgot about that. Uh, which we talked about in our in our Saw episode because James Wan and Lee Wanell are also part of said Splat Pack. <laughs> And uh, the Splat Pack are a group of independent filmmakers who have directed, written, or produced R-rated horror films notable for their low budgets and extreme ultraviolence. Oh, I hate that term, ultraviolence. <laughs> oh, man. Um, he decided he wanted to become a director at age eight after seeing Alien and vomiting. And honestly, from watching, because he, he, he is the host of the History of Horror films that we have uh, done a couple of. And you can see that he like thinks good movies mean you like throw up or like, yes, yes, <laughs> like, like yeah. want to die. And like, I, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's like weird for me because there are some parts like I do like to feel like shit in movies sometimes. I've talked about that before. I feel like he's confusing emotional impact with any type of impact, like making you oh, faint I or throw hate up. That it's shit. not any the reaction is a good reaction. No, it's fucking not. Right. This is a bad movie and it just makes me feel sick. And it's also like racist and incredibly, I think, harmful to indigenous communities as it's like this like representation of oh, we'll, we'll get into this because I wrote down some quotes from him, but like this representation of indigenous people as like violent and like, quote unquote, savages is like so harmful and like reinforces stereotypes that like allowed colonialism to happen and like dehumanizes people that have different lives from like people. western like americans and i, I think he like thinks that he's making a like statement about that and it's like no you're reinforcing that thing well the best the best type of horror that we love and we love to see is stuff like the babadook things that really examine real human emotions and it sounds to me like eli roth is it is, has removed the intelligence factor and instead is all about the shock factor and he's like yeah. the yeah, bro. I don't think he's interested in that. Yeah, he's like the bro right. of horror. Like yes, he's like that's exactly right. Yeah, and I fucking hate bros. Sorry if you're a bro listening <laughs> to this. But, <laughs> <I> hate bros. <laughs> um, I'm against bros. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> we were talking a little earlier about something adjacent to this, so you guys are gonna love this. He is a huge fan of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> what? <laughs> and while filming Cabin Fever, he played the Olsen twins' film Holiday in the Sun on a continuous loop in a screening room to give the cast is that and the crew. Where they go to Australia. I don't remember. Well, that makes me like him a little bit more. That's like I was reading some of these facts and I was like, okay, maybe Eli Roth, the person is fine, <laughs> but I don't like Eli Roth, the director. Um, he says he cannot stand the sight of real blood, saying it makes him sick to his stomach. Movie blood, however, has no effect on him. That's interesting. Like lack of imagination almost. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. Um, well, okay, so that was my Eli Roth trivia. Now we'll get into some specific trivia to The Green Inferno and kind of about how the um, movie's problematic. There's a quote from Amazon Watch that says that such a patent patently racist film could be greenlit and released in 2015 is an indictment not only of Roth, but Hollywood in general. 
And the Interethnic Association for the Development of the Peruvian Rainforest said these kinds of films and images feed the prejudices that already exist in society in regard to indigenous peoples. Um, it it wow. also pointed out that there are no actual cannibals in the Amazon. Oh, this movie's about cannibals? Oh, God. Oh, no. Really cool. Eli Roth, like, just defended this movie so hard. Chris, he, he he's a fucking bro. Mm -hmm. And it says Roth is having none of it. He said, it's absurd. It's like talking to a child. The idea that the (gasps) Peruvian... Wait, he said it's like talking to a child? Mm -hmm. The idea that the Peruvian or Brazilian government or any of these companies that have been systematically dismantling and destroying and ripping up the ground underneath these people for their minerals and gases, the idea that a movie is somehow going to justify that is childish and naive. The cause of it is money. They're not doing it because the Green Inferno said these people are bad. Like, he's like conflating these two things, like as if that's like a one-to-one. It's like, oh, that is... that's such a bro fucking tactic to be like, I'm not mad. I'm not bad because they're, what about this shit that's bad? Look over right. here. Like Are those, you kidding those, me? Those can both be true. You fucking yeah, moron. bitch, like, shut up. <laughs> you can have a, you can be perpetuating a harmful stereotype and <laughs> the environmental destruction of these lands can also be bad because of capitalism and Is money. Eli Roth the new Stephen King? Fuck oh, you, Eli fuck. Roth. That was another thing that I wrote down. You guys are not going to believe it. Stephen King loves this movie. No. 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 <laughs> Stephen no. King. So Stephen King is still the new Stephen King. Still. Let's not let Stephen King is Stephen King. Stephen, but we can throw Eli Roth in that camp. And oh, you know what? I think we should lean into it. Men. Fuck Stephen King. Fuck, fuck Eli Stephen Roth. King. <laughs> fuck Eli Roth. Now we what have real beef. This? Now we have real beef with Stephen King. I have now real beef. Instead of it just being his books are too long and one of them was boring that one time. <laughs> <laughs> now it's this. This is the new now beef. Now it's this. Okay, so some more trivia on Green Inferno. When so there is they filmed in in Peru and with a tribe that was pretty secluded. And when Eli Roth and his crew approached villagers to be extras in the film, he soon realized that they had never seen a movie and had no concept of what one was. So to demonstrate what a movie was, Eli brought a TV and a copy of Cannibal Holocaust. <gasps> the, ori- the original found footage film. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Holiday in the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. But I would prefer that. I would too. I think but... that is the one that th- when they go to Australia. Yeah. That sounds right. I'm thinking about Weezer song, which I think was the theme song. Wow. So he actually filmed this in Peru with indigenous yes, people. Yes. And it wow. sounds like we had if you can believe it, some actors' rights issues. She, I mean, we us. already we already have some actors' rights issues just from the beginning of that. Like, yeah. Sorry, this is the one where they go to the Bahamas and Megan Fox is in it. Anyway. Oh. oh. That's a good one. It is <laughs> a good one. <laughs> um, okay, so this is in an interview with Eli Roth. Someone asked him, what were the some of the bigger challenges of filming in the Amazon? And he said, one day there was a flood in the Andes Mountains and the river rose. Entire beaches where we had shot were washed away. Houses were gone. The water was up to the tops of the trees. Debris was floating in the river like a scene from the impossible. It was terrifying. It's like funny to relate that to a scene from a movie rather than like 
an actual also event. That movie is based, based on a real, real day. Right. Right. So, like, like, it was like a scene from The Impossible. It's like a scene like, from what? a thing that actually happened that they made a movie about. <laughs> um, and he says, we all had to sit in the boat balanced by weight and we went through some rapids, almost flipped. There was nothing around, no villages, no phones, just jungle. So if we went in the water, we were goners. I remember thinking, this is it. I'm going to be that story, that cautionary tale that nobody wants to be. This will be the worst accident in movie history. But thankfully, we made it and everyone came out unscathed. And having just done Cursed Films, you I hate to, to say, there have been some really bad accidents in movie history. Yeah. Um... And he says, but the positive side is that the actors didn't have to stretch very far to act. He's doing them a favor, you guys. Oh, as an actor, I love to be put in um, (laughs) emotionally traumatic uh, or Mm -hmm. life threatening Mm -hmm. situations to really get at the core (laughs) of the work. Mm -hmm. Anything, anything for the screen. For me, the biggest priority is um, a performance in a moment of cinema. It's not continuing to live my life. Right, (laughs) right. Especially for a horror movie called The Green Inferno. Called The Green Inferno. That is trash. (laughs) Um, In one scene, we chained the actors to trees that were covered in Azula ants. If these ants bite you, they say it's the worst pain you can experience, like a gunshot for 24 hours. We had to duct tape everyone's ankles and smoke out the trees, but then you'd be sitting on the ground and poisonous tarantulas would crawl on you. It was relentless. You always had to be on your toes. Everyone took turns getting violently ill and there were no bathrooms. My question to the actors was, can you go to the bathroom in the jungle? That was the test. We actually brought a porta potty to the village for the cast and crew to use. But if you went in there, the wild horses in the village would come by and try to knock it over. <laughs> so try to goal- knock it over? <laughs> Wait, this just sounds like it's being made up. Honestly. Also, the horses are only trying to knock it over when someone's in it. The horses know. <laughs> All I can imagine is this being like a Family Guy episode or something. Like the, 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 the chain of events here just seems like so implausible also i'm sorry if you're casting a movie and you're like okay would you be willing to use the bathroom in the jungle that is very different from you can only use the bathroom in the jungle because the horses will knock over the porta potty <laughs> and meanwhile you're chained to fucking trees with ants like i i feel like you sort of glossed over the bigger question there <laughs> yeah you're leaving some things out Um, Then the interviewer asks, did any of the actors get injured during filming? And Eli Roth says, thank God no one got killed, but we had many close calls. Like when Lorenza Izzo almost drowned in the river during a take. And yes, we used that take in the film. We had a safe word for her to yell, but it was so loud that when she was screaming it at the top of her lungs, none of us could hear her. (laughs) When you see her clinging to the rock screaming, that's real. No, very cool. This is crazy. Does he have a publicist? Like, do they were they saying all this (laughs) shit like to get better PR? Do you know what I mean? Like to drum up interest in the movie? Yeah, because it just sounds like he he sounds like such an asshole. Like he comes across so bad. I think he probably sounds that way because he is. Wow. (laughs) Fuck you, Lara. Can we just skip this one? (laughs) It's also like not scary at all is the other thing. It'd be like one thing if it was like tension building. It's just like, it's not scary. It's not good. The acting's bad. It looks ugly. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm glad to hear it's not scary. I just don't want to know about the gruesome parts. And there's the whole thing looks gruesome. Yeah, Um, Henley, I think that's kind of the point. Torture porn, baby. (sighs) Oh. 
okay. All right, let's do it. Fuck let's it. Just do it. Let's, let's just do it. it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. If you would like to hear the rest of this episode, and that is a very big if, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and become a member of Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. If you don't want to, we obviously don't blame you at all. It's probably a smart choice. We hate this movie very much. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. We will be recapping As Above, So Below, which is streaming on Netflix, and we will talk to you then. Love you. Bye.